Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. Well, as, as you know, if you've been watching us for quite some time, every program we've been ending with, Dear God, End Abortion, Send Revival, Send a Third Great Awakening. And here now we have a President-elect, President-elect Donald Trump, who's being interviewed just the other day talking about where he's going to go with uh, the Supreme Court and with Roe versus Wade, which came to the Constitution that says that abortion is legal. Look what he's talking about doing now. Let's take a look. During the campaign, you said that you would appoint justices who were against abortion rights. Will you appoint, are you looking to appoint a justice who wants to overturn Roe v. Wade? So here's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to put, I'm pro-life. Uh, the judges will be pro-life. Um, they'll be... But what about overturning much, well, there this there are a couple law. of things. They'll be pro-life. They'll be, uh, in terms of uh, the whole gun situation, we know the Second Amendment, and everybody's talking about the Second Amendment, and they're trying to dice it up and change it. Uh, they're going to be very pro-Second Amendment. But having to do with abortion, what it, if, if it ever were overturned, it would go back to the states. So yeah, it would go back to the some states. Some women states. won't be able to get an abortion. No, it'll go back to the states. By state? No, some... Yeah. Well, they'll perhaps have to, go to want... another, have to go to another state. And that's I mean, okay. They, well, we'll see what happens. It's got a long way to go, just so you understand. That has a long, long way. That's so exciting, is it not? I mean, think about it. We have a new president coming into office who says, you know, I'm pro-life. It's going to appoint, we're going to appoint pro-life judges. We, we're not, we're not going to you know, support Roe versus Wade. She's saying, well, it can be overturned. He says, well, we're going to turn it back to the states. That's all constitutional. As a matter of fact, look at first, this is the 10th Amendment to the Constitution, and this is what he's talking about. Steve, could you read that for us? The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it, to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. This is so important. So all the president-elect Donald Trump is saying is things are going to go back constitutionally the way they should be, which means your state will determine whether there's going to be abortion in your state or not. And of course, she immediately understood that every state's not going to allow it. And he said, well, that means then she's, that if somebody wants to abort their child, the end the life of their child, then they're going to have to find a state that actually will take the life of that child. This is the way America was meant to be. When you think about this, I remember the president, president of Planned Parenthood, uh, Richards, when she was at the Democratic National Convention, she spoke there, but this was outside the convention where she's so happy that they're going to have a candidate because she thought that uh, Hillary Clinton would be the president and it meant for Planned Parenthood that they could finally do what they always wanted to do to, to abortions unlimited. As a matter of fact, take a look back at what the president of Planned Parenthood was saying so you can understand how far we've come. Take a look. Planned Parenthood Planned Parenthood was founded 100 years ago, giving women the care they need to live their lives and chase their dreams. No limits, no ceilings. And a century later, an enormous ceiling is coming down. But this year isn't just about electing the first woman president. It's about electing this woman president. Each year, millions of women, men, and young people trust Planned Parenthood, and the Planned Parenthood Action Fund trusts Hillary Clinton. 
As First Lady, Hillary declared to the world that women's rights are human rights. She worked with Republicans and Democrats to help create the Children's Health Insurance Program, which now covers 8 million kids. As Secretary of State, she was a champion for women and girls around the globe, and she will always stand up for the right of every woman to access a full range of reproductive health care, including abortion, no matter her economic status. Well, that was what was happening inside the Democratic National Convention. But take a look at the president of Planned Parenthood outside at the party they were throwing. Take a look. This election is about a whole lot of issues. Um, and I guess the last thing I'll say is to be in a stage where we can actually now talk openly about the fact that abortion is a right we have to have. Well, that's what was happening on the outside of the Democratic National Convention, and she was, you know, being honest. I think it's good that people talk honestly about their issues so we can make a clear decision, and America did make the decision in saying that we wanted to end abortion. We want a pro-life uh, president in the office. As a matter of fact, look at Senator Warren, what she said. Uh, she's saying that, that it would be going back in time. Well, if you're, the, if you're one of the 50-plus million children that have been aborted, your life has been ended, you were killed in the womb, wouldn't you say, hey, Elizabeth Warren, we're actually for letting our life, male and female, exist and not ending our life in the womb. Let's see what she said, though, about um, uh, abortion in America. Let's take a look. One in five women in America is a Planned Parenthood patient at least once in her life. I want to say to my Republican colleagues, the year is 2015, not 1955 and not 1895. Women have lived through a world where backward-looking ideologues tried to interfere with the basic health decisions made by a woman and her doctor, and we are not going back, not now, not ever. I stand with Planned Parenthood. Well... America made their choice, Senator Elizabeth Warren, and says they do not stand with that mindset, that we're for a pro-life president-elect Donald Trump, and we want a Supreme Court that's pro-life. The Supreme Court justice he's going to put in are pro-life. He put the list up, and America's made their choice. If we think about it, you know, by faith, we've just been praying. Listen, innocent bloodshed, you can do everything you want to do, but if we don't repent for the innocent mm -hmm. bloodshed, that was the reason why God was going to deal with Israel when he came and he said, listen, it is over for you. You're going to go into Babylonian captivity because there's so much innocent bloodshed that happened under Manasseh, I believe it was. And he said, but Josiah, you know, found out the word of God. He repented and he asked God to forgiveness and God delayed the judgment, but it was still going to come. It was going to come on just King Josiah's sons. I mean, Cain's, uh, Abel's blood from the Garden of Eden still cries out today. Yeah. So innocent blood being shed, and we talked about it again and again. As a matter of fact, this is David Delighton talking to Dana as she's actually uh, 
speaking to him about how things were escalating at the last moment. And he goes, listen, no, you have to understand who David Daleiden is. He's the one that went undercover for years, a couple mm-hmm. years, and did those undercover videos of Planned Parenthood, how they're uh, taking the baby body parts apart, selling them, putting them uh, according to the reports uh, that they actually uh, put them in bags, body parts, and shipped them through Federal Express. So as you were sleeping at night and the Federal Express was flying over you, they're carrying millions of aborted baby, baby parts, selling them to different people around the nation. We have all yes. that on VFN Torch for you so you can see that. And so this is the guy, David Delighton is, is an amazing young man. He did a powerful thing and thanks to what God has done through mm-hmm. him, it is a relevant topic. And listen to what he said as they were getting close to the decision. We saw where the pl- yeah. president of Planned Parenthood, she was so pumped up. She's thinking, this is great, we can finally go all the way with it. But he says it's good news, the fact that it seems like they're being desperate. As a matter of fact, let's listen to David Delighton now as Dana's talking to him. So this uh, Planned Parenthood, they're, they're promoting infanticide at the Democrat convention. Uh, and they're promoting support of the abortion mills at the Democrat convention. I don't think I've ever seen it so mainstreamed before, David, as it was with the NARAL speaker up there to talk about how it was just no big deal. It was just inconvenient. I mean, am I incorrect on this? Have they ever celebrated it like this from the main stage? No, no, you're you're absolutely right that um, this is part of a of a um, of a really uh, disturbing trend with the abortion industry led by Planned Parenthood. That they are—they're um, trying to be loud, out, and proud about their abortions, about um, child killing, anytime, anywhere, for any reason, all the way up to nine months, and then sell the body parts to the aborted babies afterwards. Um, then, as as disgusting as it is, though, Dana, it's actually something that that you and and I and, and your listeners we can we can actually um, take a little bit of hope from that. And that I'm I'm convinced after having been undercover with some of these people, um, attended Planned Parenthood and other abortion industry trade shows for. for for two and a half years. Um, this strategy is the last ditch attempt of the abortion industry to try to legitimize themselves and try to legitimize their practices of child killing that the majority of Americans find to be absolutely abhorrent and disgusting and cruel. Um, it's really an act of desperation on their part, kind of when, you know, when someone feels like they're not getting enough attention and they have to hyperstimulate or they're trying to um, they, they try and make a scene because they know that they're going down. That's what you're observing in the abortion industry right now, led by Planned Parenthood, is this sort of sort of the death throes, um, the, the, the last-ditch attempt, attempt mm. to try to go for go for broke and shoot for the moon. It is so amazing how accurate David yeah. Delighton was, because it just seemed like, oh my goodness, are we going to begin to kill every infant in every womb everywhere? And he was nailing it. This was before the election, and he knew, he sensed that Planned Parenthood was doing their mm-hmm. last ditch effort. As a matter of fact, after the election, when they realize what's taking place, this is David Delighton that you're seeing right here, you have to go back and watch those programs. You'll be so impressed mm-hmm. about this young Christian man, how he just did what was right. He knew he needed to get this story out, and he went undercover and went into the Planned Parenthood clinics and recorded the actual babies after being aborted, all their arms and legs, and it's horrific. But you have to understand, that's what really that's what's yes. really happening. And when you heard uh, Hillary Clinton say we need to change fundamental religious beliefs and these type of things, she's talking about, you know, we need to believe that, that abortion is okay. The value of life. When you hear about that Planned Parenthood, they take care of other things other than abortion, it's like, well, why don't you just cancel abortions altogether and take care of women's health? There's more, there's much, many more other clinics that take care of women's health than, than Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood is the biggest provider, reportedly, of abortions killing children in the womb than any other organization reports are. And uh, 
And so here you are, David Lydon nailed it. This is the president of Planned Parenthood, uh, Richards, as he's talking to in, on MSNBC, and they're talking about there's a doomsday plan for, for Roe versus Wade, for abortion in America. Now you saw how hyped up she was. Now you're looking at the reality. They're starting to see that it is in the cards, that, that there is a pathway towards ending abortion. We've been praying, dear God, end abortion. Why? No matter what anybody tells you, God's going to judge a nation for the innocent bloodshed. But if we repent and we turn from that and say, God, forgive us, God can, can turn things and, and at least delay things. Yeah. And so more people can enter the kingdom of God. So it's a doomsday plan they're reporting now for Planned Parenthood. Looks like it's going to be over they're talking about. Let's take a look. Joining us now is Cecile Richards, president of Planned Parenthood. Uh, Ms. Richards, thank you for being here. Good to see you, Rachel. Am I... Um Am I right to ask about a doomsday plan? Do you see this as a doomsday scenario for reproductive rights? Look, I, we, Planned Parenthood's been around for 100 years, as you said. Uh, we've been fighting for the right to reproductive health care for that long. And as we said today, our doors stay open, and they will. Uh, and it has been kind of extraordinary, as you said. We have supporters, thousands of supporters from around the country, took so to social media last night immediately. Uh, folks have been dropping off uh, baked goods at our health centers. But also one of the most interesting things has been the number of women who have called and made appointments for birth control. Hmm. I IUDs, things that are covered now by the Affordable Care Act at no cost, they, because they are, of course, concerned that Donald Trump will follow through on his pledge to overturn the Affordable Care Act. So we are seeing uh, lots of new patients coming into our, uh, into our health centers. Do you think that Roe versus Wade is at risk? Absolutely. I mean, I think Roe versus Wade was on the ballot uh, in, in this election. Uh, now, I know that uh, Mr. Trump has said that in his acceptance speech that he was going to govern for all Americans, uh, not just ones who voted for him. And I hope that includes women, because, of course, women overwhelmingly did not vote for him, particularly women of color. Uh, and if he is going to govern for uh, represent all Americans, this is a right. Uh, the right to safe and legal abortion is a right women have had in this country for more than 40 years. And it is supported by people uh, of all parties. So it is important, and we will absolutely be fighting for a justice to the Supreme Court who supports this right for women. I don't think you will get a justice at the Supreme Court who will support this right for women. Well, that's what we fight for. Yeah. That's what we fight for every single day. That is so huge. Mm. The president, you saw how pumped up she was at DNC. You saw the party outside the Democratic National Convention where she's saying, finally we got somebody that says just basically put the pedal to the metal and let's just abort. Mm -hmm. and, and then she calls it a right. Understand this. Yes, it is a right. But slavery was a right. And for some reason, Americans at some point thought it was okay to own, own now, property, another human being. But they could have looked at you and they would have told you that I have a right to own this person. And the law would have said, it's yes, right. right. Well, the thing about it was, it was an immoral law that you shouldn't have slaves. You shouldn't, there's no, you don't have a right to own somebody, another person. It was wrong. It was evil. But you know what? It was legal. It was a right. Slavery was a right in America at one point. But you know what? They said that's wrong. They said that is immoral. There shall never be slavery in this nation again. And they took away slavery as a right. And no longer it was a right. As a matter of fact, you go to jail for even detaining someone that even looks, feels like possible, you know, slavery, where you're mm -hmm. just saying, stay in this corner right here for a little bit, and they go, that's, that's, you know, slavery almost. 
And so, which means this, just because it was a right doesn't mean it was right. And it, thank God that America came to their senses and uh, the party of Lincoln, the Republican Party of Lincoln, mm-hmm. you know, said that the Emancipation Proclamation was signed and you know, slaves were freed. And it's a whole pro- progression of this whole thing. But understand that, yeah, it, it, but as crazy as it sounds that people wanted to own people back then to a lot of folks, that's how crazy, by God's grace, it's going to sound when somebody says, you wanted to kill your child in your womb? I mean, did people actually let you do that? Was yeah. that a legal thing? That's what happens. The mind changes because mm-hmm. people think legally and morally are the same thing, but they're two separate spheres. Just because something's legal doesn't mean it's moral. And killing a child, and this is what happens when you have children. I don't know if you know this or not. They think it's all about them. You know, All of a sudden, you know, they want to eat. They want like a shelter. They want, want things. And it's like, you know what? If you love God and you love people and you love your children, you don't mind doing that. But if you love yourself more than you love your children, what many Americans have done is kill their children. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. That's not moral. It's an easy way out. But think about this. You get married. You don't like your husband. What if the law says, eh, kill this one and get another? I mean, that's what, if you, people are human beings. The baby is a human being. The husband is a human being. The wife is a human being. We're all creating the image and the likeness of God. And people would tell you, do not kill your husband. They would just say, listen, learn how to you know, get a divorce or something, but don't kill your husband. Mm-hmm. Well, how about look for adoption or something for your child instead of killing your child? Understand, no matter what people tell you, this is what we found out when we were watching the interviews with David Delighton, is that women had real difficult time dealing with the reality. Whatever they told them at the moment, uh, months later, they had to deal with the, the rest fact of their that, life. that I've killed my child. That's right. How old is my child? You know, how old is my child? And so when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about Vice President-elect Mike Pence. He is a pro-life, you know, Vice President-elect. He has uh, been a pro-life governor, a pro-life congressperson, and he has uh, been responsible for defunding Planned Parenthood in his state. Wow. And so you think about this. Look at this Planned pro-life team that God has given us, you know, as leaders, because they're representing you. America voted for them to go in there. So they're coming in saying, we want to flip this whole thing and be for life. Oh my goodness. This is so encouraging. You know, you're looking at David Delighton here over my shoulder that this, this, this man had done such a major, major uh, investigative Mm -hmm. reporting. I can't wait until the young folks wake up and realize you with a camera can change the world. Yeah and begin to use this technology to be able to, to educate folks on what's going on. And they did, it went undercover mm-hmm. in the Planned Parenthood clinics. And we have those programs for you. And uh, they're definitely parental guidance is suggested, but it's the real deal, I and mean, that's what's happening. It's really happening. So when yeah. you hear our president, during the uh, president-elect, talk about in a debate that the person I'm running against is for partial birth abortion up to the last day before that baby's born, mm-hmm. and there's no blinking. And what happens, they literally pull the baby out of the womb, leave till the baby's body's out, and then the head still in the mother's womb, you know, the birth canal, and they actually, de- they be just like the ISIS is beheading, yeah. beheading people in the Middle East and throughout the, the world in different mm-hmm. places, they're beheading babies in partial birth abortion. They take scissors and stick it right in the back of their head and, and cut their spinal cord. And it's like, 
what are we doing? Why would we even do something like that up until the day before the child is born? So when you think about that, so it's so important before the eyes of God, you know, that we are, uh, we have a leader now that's saying, I, you know, I am pro-life. As a matter of fact, the vice president-elect, Mike Pence, I mean, listen to the, I mean, he was, this is a pro-life leadership. Take a look at this earned a reputation as a champion for conservative causes, leading the fight to defund Planned Parenthood. Millions of pro-life Americans should not be asked to fund the leading abortion provider in the United States. I'm a Christian, a conservative, and a Republican in that order. Well, so powerful. That is so, so powerful that, you know, that's actually where the leadership mm -hmm. that we have, that, you know, he's nonstop, you know, we need to defund Planned Parenthood. And if Planned Parenthood was not into being the largest provider of killing of children in the womb, Mike Pence would not have been doing that. But the fact is, is that how can you be uh, for human life and be against the children who don't even have a voice yet, you know, in the womb? And I thought it was pretty interesting, too. If you'll find states that are, uh, uh, you know, people that are for abortion, you'll ask them quite often, they're actually against the death penalty. The very same people that are for aborting, hmm. killing a child in the womb, they're against the death penalty for someone who took another life. Could it be because they're thinking, hmm. I, would I would be, be the one, one that Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You think about it, but I would right. be taking, taking, it would be my particular life. Well, you're looking at Rachel Maddow when she sat there and she said, uh, I don't think you'll get a Supreme Court justice that will fight for abortion reproductive rights. When people talk about abortion, they use the word reproductive rights. And the whole thing is, you know, when did we get over reproduction? When Once a baby is conceived, mm -hmm. at that point, it's in God's hands. We're not knitting that child yeah. together. We, we're not knowing that child before it was in his mother's womb. We're not, God is doing that. God is knitting that child together miraculously, you know, doing that and taking place. And they also said uh, uh, when, when Vice President Mike Pence or Vice President-elect Mike Pence is talking, he said, you know, millions of Americans should not be asked to fund uh, the killing of unborn children, or the millions of Americans should not be asked to fund the leading provider of mm -hmm. abortions in the United States, Planned Parenthood. This is our leaders. I mean, we've been, you've been hearing, hearing us consistently saying, yeah. dear God, end abortion. You know why we say that? It's sin, it's wrong. But the whole thing is this, is there's not going to be an America if we don't deal with the innocent bloodshed. We have to deal with the innocent bloodshed. God does not wink at innocent bloodshed. If Abel's blood still calls out now right. from the Garden of Eden, from the soil, I mean, think about it. Over 50, could be 60, 70 million children have been killed in the womb, and their blood has been poured into drains. It's been going into the, the, uh, the ground and the soil. Uh, through Federal Express and all their planes and through all these labs inside of all these universities, that blood is everywhere. It's everywhere. And so that blood is screaming and crying out, deal with America, deal with America, to the creator of the universe. Think about it. And so God will deal with America. Mm -hmm. He will bring judgment on us if we repent. If we say, God, we're sorry, it was wrong, it was murder, it was... It was evil. And you look at America when they voted in, I guess, you know, President Donald, elect Donald Trump and Vice President, President Mike Pence. I mean, openly before the whole world, they said, you know, that I am pro-life, yeah. which means I am for the child to have life in the mother's womb. 
and you even saw the interview that you saw in the beginning of this program, I mean, he's so clear. It's so unusual because normally politicians, when they talk, well, he's not a politician. He says he's not one. That's the beautiful part When they talk, it. you're going like, what did he say? What and, are they talking about? You know? And that's the beautiful just answered prayer that we're sharing on this entire program for the last you know, eight years, we've seen that dancing around, refusing to acknowledge the, the, the clear, identifiable truth, where now you're seeing, this is what's happening, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what's going to happen. And it's just like, having that clear, defined, definable truth is just like, this is an answer to prayer, and it is beyond encouraging. And it's it just is. like, when you look at what is happening, it's just like, we've been saying, you're saying over and over again, God, end abortion center, and it's like, right. this is so encouraging. Yes. Uh-huh. It is. It's very encouraging. Well, and, and I just think that's beautiful is because it's just knowing the fact that it's just like this is where we are and just realizing that what's happening right now. Right. So, And so that's where we have an answer to prayer. We have yeah. a total answer to prayer. And we owe a lot, as you're seeing right here, David Delighton, who went out there and, and put mm. his life on the line. I mean, he got arrested in Texas for a driver's license issue. Yes. They were talking about putting him in jail for 20 years. That's how much they wanted to silence him. Yes, yeah, yes, they really did. And you got to go back and watch these interviews with him yeah. because it's so, so uh, touching and realizing if he can do that, if David can do that, you can do that. And we're constantly talking about a vision of new media in America. I mean, one thing that we've learned in the last eight years is a media has lost its freedom. It's no longer an independent voice reporting the news. You're seeing people with an agenda that openly say they are, and they're saying, I mean, it's almost like Jezebel's prophets. You know, where you saw uh, Elijah, and you saw you know, Jezebel and her prophets come to the top of Mount Carmel, and basically Elijah just stood there while they began to call out and say, this is how it's gonna happen, this is what's gonna happen, this is what's gonna happen. And they were lying, it wasn't how it was gonna happen. But you saw, you saw CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC. I mean, you even saw Fox talking about, you know, being in agreement with what's going on. And so all these different, uh, these, every single day they would dedicate 10, the first 10 minutes of a 30-minute news cycle to something bad about uh, one candidate and, and spend the rest talking positive about the other one and saying uh, Hillary Clinton's going to win. It's like, how do you even know? You know what? They didn't know. Mm -hmm. They didn't know. And their report, they have to admit it now, they didn't know. The New York Times is apologizing to its subscribers saying, we missed it, we did not hear the people right, because they were, they were totally supporting. They sh you're not supposed to, the whole thing is you just report the news. But you know what? This was prophesied about. It was prophesied about uh, by Rick Joyner and uh, others that God is gonna be raising up new news anchors yeah. who would not only be able to tell the news, but they're going to tell you prophetic news. What's going to happen tomorrow? Notice there's no prophetic news going across America. They didn't even know the next hour, much less the next election. And they were all prophesying a lie. The ones who were saying it's going to be this way. And they still couldn't even digest the reality mm -hmm. when it was coming in. They still wanted to say this is not true. And it's like, it is so true. It is true. The people of America have spoke. And it showed that, you know what? God is going to raise up new media. And the thing about God is that is that he tells us things and gives us an option. In other words, it's not enough to know the news. You need to know what to do with the news you know. If God tells us that a storm is coming, like a financial storm, for example, we can say, God, we don't want a financial storm. And he's going to say, great, this is what you need to do. I don't want to bring a storm on you. He says, I'm fashioning a storm against you. But if the watchman on the wall gets on the wall and begins to broadcast 
the true news that this is what's going on, then if we hear and respond to that news, God will stop the disaster. I mean, that's the God that we serve. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited about the new anchors that are coming up. I mean, you, you look today and you're thinking, my goodness, you know, what's, what's taking place in America and the world? Well, what's taking place is the fulfillment. They don't even know what's going on, but God told us beforehand. We talked about it. We have it on the VFN Torch for you. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app, where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at VFNTV.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at VFNTV.com. VFNTV and the Daily Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light.